you know, what started is that, you know, not wanting to be the fat kid in, in junior high school um, really has turned into a lifelong, I guess, goal, but really just a love of, of being physically fit and active. And I, I do genuinely love to be outside. I mean, I'm talking to you from outside, you know, from the screen porch <laughs> in, a, in a chair, because I, I really love being um, in the outdoors. I garden. Louis Kids, a nonprofit dedicated to helping Lowcountry families stay physically and mentally fit, is back after a year and a half of no programming because of COVID-19. The founder of Louis Kids, Louis Yuhas, told me the reason he started the program 20 years ago was twofold. He said he saw what food addiction did to his father, and he didn't want it to happen to him. I feel like I genuinely want to inspire some kid to be outside. Like I said, the whole conversation started about being outside. And now it's just really a, it's genuinely, I love the idea of helping some families get outside and enjoy it. Louis, you ultimately created a program called Louis Kids. And and what were some of your goals and your, what was your mission? What was the mission of the foundation you created? Well, to remember my dad. Louis, your father passed away um, in 2001. Describe the man people called Big Louie. <laughs> well, he had a heart of gold. I mean, he could talk your ear off. I, I think <laughs> it's probably where I get some of that, talking your ear off. Um, you know, he uh, was a he was a straight-up blue-collar, you know, a high school graduate from lived in the same town that he grew up in and pretty much knew everybody and and my dad went to work for the city and he went for the he went to work for the transportation department for the city of alexandria where he went on to stay for 46 years but his last job there and and where he spent the largest of his time in the city was as the um, impounding officer. So if your car had been impounded <laughs> anywhere in Alexandria, you were going to be dealing with my dad. And my dad was a really big guy, and he was never anything but a big guy. So, you know, he was affectionately known by all the guys, all the people who knew him, all the people he worked with as Big Louie. You don't morph into 550 pounds um, just because, you know, my dad was an addict, you know, that's what I know now that sounds so dirty, but it's, it's really not. I mean, it's just what it is. And, and his choice of drug was food. And, and I remember a Washington post reporter asked me a long time ago after the foundation started, if I saw my dad eating to excess and you know, the answer to that is no. But what I know now, all these years later, is, is that he ate in the shadows, right? I mean, he, whenever he got the opportunity, obviously he ate to excess, but we never really saw that. Like, a lot of people don't see their family's alcoholism or drug addiction. I never knew at the time when I was 10, 12, 14 years old, playing t-ball or um you know on swim team or whatever it was and my dad wasn't able to physically ever be there why did i get this dad right that would be to me that's a that would be a typical question that a 12 year old would answer about any disabled parent but today i know why because of this work what started as the way to just say 
hey, let's not forget my father, quickly evolved into there's a real problem and let's see what we can do to help not take another kid down the same path. I don't like to say it was inspired by Oprah Winfrey not long after my dad had passed away. At the time, she did a segment at the end of every show called Remembering Your Spirit. And a woman was on that show who had lost a daughter, a 14-year-old daughter. And she was dealing with the grief, but she was also, one of the ways she was dealing with the grief was sending random items to summer camps for underprivileged kids. And that's when I had my aha moment. And wondered if there were summer camps for overweight kids and guess what there were and they had been around for a long time and that's how it all started so oprah knew that i had had many people over the years write letters there was a piece done in charleston magazine you know oprah has a love affair with charleston south carolina and um she had seen a charleston magazine piece and a producer sent that magazine back to me um with some notes in it that they were watching my work. Here we go. It was the last year of the Oprah Winfrey show. That last year, she identified nonprofit leaders from around the country. I fortunately was one of the ones duped into believing I was just coming for a show. Um, and then, you know, she does the whole raise the curtain and I'm so honored by it. I, I'm not afraid of emotion. I'm, that's just amazing. And I can't believe it's already been 15 years of that. I know, me either. We know that technically we've helped over 5,000 kids and families in the last 20 years. YMCA memberships to kids across the country, um, sports equipment. Um, registrations into group sports that their families may or may not have been able to afford uh, equipment, um, sponsorships of um, track and field clubs where kids are, you know, competing or hoping to compete, but maybe don't have the fees. Um, so there's been a whole myriad of other ways. But I also like to remind most especially our donors that, you know, 87 cents of every dollar we raise goes to the families. Um, that we work with and the rest goes to clinical counseling because those folks had a whole lot of schooling to be where they're at and I wouldn't want a clinical counselor to only be volunteering their time um, so that's you know that's it Lewis you not only teach children and families about physical activity you also teach them about food one of the initiatives that came out of the Louise Kids Foundation and programs is Big Chef, Little Chef. The recipe for success is here because these kids get to spend a genuine four to six weeks in some formidable chef's kitchens with their sous chefs, with their line operators, and they genuinely get to get their hands in food and learn about knife skills and, you know, a whole lot of stuff, and they get to help with their dishes. And then for the night of, these kids are very um, learned. You know, they have, they can talk about their dishes and, you know, we often say it's great that they're doing this, and it is. Trust me, this is the center of it, is that they're getting to learn a dish and know something about the food they're eating and how to prepare something themselves. But the interaction that they get to have with all the guests, the fact that we're requiring them to go around and talk about their dish and their experience, you know, those are, those are great lessons for kids and their, you know, for adolescent kids, for any 
kid, really. It's a really heartwarming event, but it's a really important event as well. And it's, it's, it's really helping these kids empower themselves around food. Lois, what are some things that um, you have discovered or some of the salient takeaways for each child and each family that anyone listening to this podcast can start to incorporate into their own way of life and perhaps share with someone else? Well, sleep well. Get into a regular sleep pattern because it's so important for all of us, whatever age, from infancy to elderly. Um, you know, I think that, and it's been shown that if you, do, if you have this erratic sleep pattern, you most likely are going to be struggling with weight gain. In my opinion, pretty elementary, right? So I, if I can get to bed at a certain time and get up at a certain time and and, and or around that time, right? So we do hear a lot about kids and screen time and 1 and 2 a.m. And how successful is that kid going to be at school the next day when they're getting up at sometimes 6 and 7 o'clock to meet a bus, sometimes even earlier? So kids need that sleep. That's how they... That's how they grow. Um, it's it's uh, it it it's helps with their endocrine system. I don't want to get too deep in it, but that's a really simple for me. Um, and then there is the water, eat from the rainbow. Um, you know, involve everyone in the in the grocery list, right? Um, and try and eat one meal as a family. We've always said that. Um, I'm a big believer that when the microwave was introduced to the American family, we began to eat away from the table. Um, and the more that we can eat together, the more we can hear what's happening in our family's lives. That's what the table's about. Caroline, I just want to say this, but it's expensive. You know, good food is, you know, hogwash. What the expense is, is time. And you have to make time to make a meal and sit down with your kids. That's that's it. So, you know, Walmart is in the game now. There are so, so many choices that you can get to if you believe to be your, yourself in a food desert. Most likely, there's a Walmart near you and they have a whole grocery store inside of it. Um, and so you just have to do the work, like with anything. You gotta do the work. Wow. Well, Louis Uhas, thank you so much for spending time and sharing more information about your passion, um, how this all started, and, and just your inspiration to continue empowering families, empowering children, and helping people really, as Oprah would say so well, live their best life. That's right. That's what it's all about. And I appreciate you, Carolyn, because, you know, in my own life, you help inspire me. And, you know, you push yourself and you challenge yourself in new ways that I know you just have recently with learning how to swim. And that I dig that, you know, because it makes <laughs> me feel like, well, then what am I going to do? Right? right. What am I going to do next? And, and those things in our lives for you and I are the things that keep us wanting more like this. And I just want to help other kids find that for themselves. Yeah. There is nothing better than that. You have the recipe for success. Louis Uhas, thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Carolyn. Have a great weekend. You too. That's it for this episode of Let's Talk. Let's Talk is produced by David Dixon and Eric Johnson. 
I'm the host, Carolyn Murray. We welcome your comments and advice on our podcast, so please write a review and share the link with others. Thanks again for listening to Let's Talk. Goodbye until the next time.